Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Amateur Naturalist Podcast. Hey, where we discuss nature, sometimes animals, sometimes plants, and sometimes we just talk about concepts in nature or what's found in nature. Hey folks, this is Tommy, and I am your audio host of the Amateur Naturalist Podcast. Hey, I'm incredibly happy to know that you are listening today to this week's podcast. I want to thank you for that. I had some very, very inspiring news once again this morning as I was looking at the podcast show analytics. And I noticed, folks, I am now listened to in 1,967 cities around the world. And we added nine more cities this week from around the world. Now, our podcast is now listened to and downloaded in all 50 of the 50 states here in the United States. Hats off to all of our listeners everywhere, and a big shout out and a sincere thank you to each and every one of you valued listeners. Hey, I also want to welcome our newest listeners from the following countries. I now have some listeners in Dubai, South Korea, Mexico City in Mexico, down in Belize. Several cities now are listening in Australia, and we have several new listeners last week in Manila in the Philippines. Hey, thank you. Thank you to all of our wonderful listeners everywhere, and thank you so very much for hitting that download button. Thank you for giving my podcast a little listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 28. Hey, this week, I wanted to remind everyone that, you know, if you like watching birds at your bird feeders, or you like to watch and identify birds out in the park, or you just like to watch birds in your backyard, then folks, I wanted to remind you that, hey, it's February again, and it's almost time for the annual Great Backyard Bird Count. And it's totally free of charge to participate. And folks, it's a lot of fun, and it goes to a great cause helping our natural birds. So lots of us like to feed birds all of the time at our houses. So this can be very easy to do. It's a great way for lots and lots of people to get involved and to enjoy and to study nature for just a few minutes. And it's happening this week. It's an easy, quick, and free, F-R-E-E, free event that the nature lovers usually love to get involved with, and especially if you feed birds or are a birder. But I think it sounds like a, a great event for things like, uh, how about this, kids and their parents just to do something together. And don't forget that if you're retired, that this makes a wonderful event to participate in as well. The Great Backyard Bird Count is an annual four-day event, and it's coming up, folks. This year, the, the event, it's going to be held this Friday, February 17th through February 20th. So if you're wanting to do it, it's coming up in just another day. It's a free event, and you can participate for as little as 15 minutes, 
or you can participate on all four days, depending on your interest in birds and the time that maybe you might have to devote to this hobby or to this free event. Now, the four-day event this weekend tends to help nature lovers get a better understanding of birds. It also helps birders get involved in their avian hobby, and it provides a great way for all of us to help us count birds all over the world so that we get a really true snapshot of bird populations every single year. So, what do participants actually do during this event? So, if you want to participate in the bird counting, it isn't that difficult at all, and you are probably going to really, really enjoy yourself. It can also be a very small commitment of your valuable time, and we all have valuable time, right? Hey, the weather was great tonight. My wife and I went on a couple of mile hike out in the woods and enjoyed ourselves, so I know that I want to participate this weekend in the bird count. Now, you can participate just one of the four days for as little as 15 minutes on that one day of your choosing, as long as that day falls between February 17th through February 20th. But if you want to get more involved, please feel free to do so by counting each of the four days. Now, some people will do some interesting things like uh, I know some people will count for a time period at their house and then maybe later on uh, after dinner go out to the park and count again so it's it you can do it multiple times a day you could do it a couple of times a day you could do it just one time for 15 minutes and actually contribute so as you've probably guessed the ask is that you count birds for as little as 15 minutes or really as long as you would like. You could sit out there on your back porch and watch birds for an hour, but at least for 15 minutes. Once you count birds for 15 minutes at least, and anywhere from one to four days, then you're going to need to report what you saw and what you counted. So how do you report what you actually see? And I want to point out, you can actually see the birds and count them, or you can hear the birds and count them if you're really good at picking out bird songs. So here's what you do. To report out your findings, you're going to go to birdcount.org. That's one word, birdcount.org. Now, the super cool thing about this count is that participants will be college professors and college students, high school biology students, middle school students, children of all ages, parents, parents with kids, retired people, or even people with a day off this weekend that are just, you know, looking for something quick to do involving nature. Now, some people will do their count at a few different locations to help out even more. The more we count, the more often we count during these four days, the better we're going to help our bird populations. But remember, you only have to count for 15 minutes on one day. So, pretty much you just want to go to your favorite park. Watch your backyard from your house window, sitting in a nice comfortable chair with a cup of coffee. Sit in your backyard some distance from your bird feeders. Or go to your favorite hiking location this weekend and just 
find a place to sit down for a time period and just watch the birds as they come in and then identify them, count them, of course, and then submit them to the website birdcount.org. Now, what if you struggle in identifying birds? You know, there's people out there listening tonight. They don't know every single species of bird. So you could go to a local bookstore and spend $20, $25 and get a bird identification book at a bookstore this week and look it over a little bit, be familiar with it, and have it with you this weekend. Now, you could also get a super awesome bird identifying app, and it's called Merlin Bird ID. Now, folks, I I highly recommend at least you go out and take a look at this. I'm going to tell you to you again, take your iPhone or your whatever type of phone you use and go to your app store and look for, do a search for Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N, Merlin Bird ID. ID. Now, this is a really, really super bird identification app that Cornell Ornithology Lab has come up with, and it it has uh, it has pictures, so you can see what the birds look like. It has um, bird song examples of each of the birds. That's very helpful, of course, and and great identification notes. You know, like a little red spot on a wing or a little white spot on a, a chin or whatever. It has a lot of great identification notes to help you out while you're out there identifying these birds that you are watching this weekend. Now, one of the suggestions that I remember hearing about last year was to take a notebook with you. So let's say you're sitting out at the park and you see a couple of birds come in and maybe one's a robin. So that was pretty easy. And you write down, I saw one robin. Um, But there's this other bird that came in and you just couldn't identify it. So if you don't know the bird species, and just write down what you're seeing, you know, colors or patterns, or even draw a quick picture and use an app or a book later on, maybe when you get home or back in your car, to identify the bird in question. All right? Sounds fun, right? It's going to get you out of the house. It's going to be a great weekend. You can get some, uh, take your kids with you, take your grandkids with you, take your wife, your husband, go have a good time. Or if you don't want to go anywhere, grab you a blanket, grab you a cup of coffee, get you a bird book, a pair of binoculars, and just sit there at your window and watch the birds at your own house out there in the yard. So before I leave you today, let's discuss why they actually do these bird counts every single year. There's got to be a why, right? There there are a a few organizations out there that utilize this fantastic data every year that they receive when you and I submit our counts or our multiple counts, right? And the data that accumulates through all of these counts. Stay with us. We'll be right back. What's all around you, almost everywhere you look, and makes your life better? Birds. Learn all about these beautiful creatures in this wonderful new podcast called Birds of a Feather Talk Together. Two experts guide two newbies on their journey to learn more. Mallard ducks, ivory-billed woodpeckers, Hawaiian honeycreepers, blue jays, cardinals, sandhill cranes, and more. Each week we discuss a different bird and walk away with a better understanding of the birds all around us. Oh, and we have a ton of fun doing it. Listen now. You're going to like learning about these birds. I guarantee it. 
goes to the researchers at Birds Canada, the wonderful folks at the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, and of course, you could probably guess this one, right? The National Audubon Society. And so all three of these organizations will take in all of this wonderful data they're going to receive after uh, this weekend, and they and they utilize it. And I'll I'll tell you, I've seen maps. They have these electronic maps. You can see these um, data maps that shows the whole world, and it'll show the time frame over the four days of where all of the birds were counted, by, and it'll show dots. And, and all over the world, in every country, you'll see a lot of birds counted. Um, of course, there's, there's quite a few counted in um, the England area and uh, all of Europe. You'll see a lot counted in Australia. And, of course, you see a ton of birds counted in North America and South America. Uh, this data helps these bird organizations that I just mentioned, Birds Canada, Cornell Lab of Ornithology, and the National Audubon Society. And that data will help these bird organizations to kind of check in on birds all across our nation, around the world. How are these bird populations doing? Where are they located geographically? Are their populations going up or are their populations going down? And how can these birds be protected now and for our future generations? So the data is really put to some great uses. Now, this is going to be the 26th annual great backyard count and last year they had over 300,000 participants get involved from all over the world and I actually think if I remember it was closer to like 380,000 but I can't can't remember the exact number I know it was over 300,000 it doesn't take a lot of effort as you can tell maybe 15 minutes it can be fun it'll be a fun time a great way for you to spend some time in the outdoors educate yourself on some birds and your children can help our bird species and populations everywhere so parents and kids great opportunity to be together this weekend there have been some big big surprises while they've been doing this in the last few years when all of a sudden out of nowhere, they are seeing like these huge uh, groupings of certain species of birds that shouldn't be there, and they are there, and, and or very, very large increases in some populations, or some crazy decreases that they weren't expecting, and hey, what are we going to do about these decreases in these certain areas? Um, out of the blue, large populations of birds have showed up for whatever reason, and they finally have figured out whether it was a food source or a lack of food source where the birds should have been at that time of the year. And also there's been some really cool things like uh, some uh, really super, super rare sightings of birds seen in some states in the United States of birds that were from the other side of the world all of a sudden. So those were pretty surprising. So I'm going to end today's podcast by trying to encourage you to grab a chair, get yourself a bird book if you need one. Maybe get you some binoculars. Go to a local sporting goods store, one of our uh, big box stores, and get you a pair of binoculars. Uh, get you a notebook and a, and a pen and, and at least spend 15 minutes this weekend watching and counting some birds and have some fun. It's just nice to be out in nature. Enjoy yourself and just know for sure that your counting of the birds is going to help protect our birds for the future. So once again, as a reminder, number one, just decide where you're going to sit down for a while to watch the birds this weekend. Number two, 
watch the birds for at least 15 minutes between February 17th and February 20th. Number three, identify all of the birds that you can see or even the birds that you can hear. If you know the bird songs well enough to do that, if not, listen to it. Maybe take that Merlin app and and look up the bird that you think it might have been, and you might hear that bird sound and say, yep, that's what it was. Number four, be sure to download the bird identification app called Merlin Bird ID app. Again, that is spelled M-E-R-L-I-N, Merlin Bird ID app app. You're going to love it if you like birds and listening to birds and looking at pictures and it will help you. You'll learn a lot just by using this app. It will show you the pictures of some birds and the awesome sounds of birds just to help you identify what birds that you're seeing or what birds you are, of course, hearing. Now, the cool thing about using the Merlin app is is that it's done in, check this out, 18 18 different languages, and it shows bird species from seven different continents. So it's got a lot of us covered, right? Number five, you can also enter your birds through the free eBird mobile app. Now, that's a small e, a capital B, I-R-D, mobile app. So you can go to this free, another app, it's called eBird mobile app, and you can enter in your data there. So I can't remember last year doing this. If you have had to have done this one year before to be able to use the free eBird app or if you can do it your first year. So check that out and see what you find. It's, again, called free eBird mobile app. Number six, remember, you can start at midnight on that very first day, and you can count one day or you can count all four days. You can count once a day. You can count multiple times a day. Just track your times, track your dates, and, of course, the birds you're identifying. Um, Just depends on the amount of time you have and how much you want to help the birds in your area of the world. we got one shot at this. It's the four days between the 17th and the 20th. Now, you don't have to have it all reported this weekend either. That's another plus. Number seven, you will have until March 1st to enter in your bird count so they uh, they don't have to be entered in all this weekend on the same day, right? So you don't have to do it on the 17th and then go enter the data. You can get all your data down, write it all down in your notebook, and then uh, come back on March 1st. Now, I will tell you, I will tell you that you can go out there online and, and do a search for the great backyard bird count And there's a form that's out there that they've had the last couple of years. So you can go out there and get this form, uh, print it off, print you two or three or four copies, and then you'll have a form to be able to track your data. Once again, write down your findings and report them to birdcount.org. That's one word, birdcount.org. There's a, and there's also a little video at the site when you go there. It's really awesome. It'll help you know what the event is, uh, give you a few tips and things. It'll just help you if you just watch that little video. It's a little short video. I think it's probably about 10 minutes. So let me know. I really do want to know. I'm not getting a lot of feedback when I say these at the end of my uh, podcast. So let me know if you do this backyard bird count and how many days you did it, how many minutes a day you did it, And where, where did you count your birds? I'm being listened to all over the world, and I'm really interested in hearing 
from some of the other countries and from the United States folks, where, where did you count your birds? I'm truly, truly interested. So where can you let me know that at? Go to Facebook, and I have... I have my normal Facebook site, but I would rather you go to my uh, my podcast site. So go check that out. It's the Amateur Naturalist podcast site on Facebook. I really, on Facebook, I really am truly interested. Well, if I can give you a great reason to want to help out with doing these bird counts, I do want to tell you that over the past 50 years, we have now lost in excess of over three billion with a b three billion birds because of habitat destruction human activities and of course climate change so folks we're losing a lot of birds Uh, some populations are going up a lot of populations are going down so help us out this year help out those bird agencies we talked about earlier Uh, we can all donate 15 minutes this weekend i think All right. Many people call the Great Backyard Bird Count a great family science project, or at least a community science or biology project that can bring families and friends together out in nature. Well, have a great week. Thank you so much for your continued support for this podcast and for downloading and listening to the Amateur Naturalist Podcast. Hey, folks, have an awesome, awesome week, everyone. Until next week, everybody, I want to say thank you so very much for listening to our podcast. And good night from the Amateur Naturalist Podcast Recording Studio. Be sure to tell one friend. Please tell one friend or one family member about our topic tonight and invite them to listen to and download an episode of the Amateur Naturalist Podcast. Hey, take care, everybody, and good night. Hey, everyone, Tommy Fowler here. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I know I did, and I wasn't for sure exactly how to make a podcast or how to market it, and that is where Buzzsprout came in. Maybe you want a new fun hobby or you just want to have a new side hustle to make a little bit of money. So far, it's been a super fun hobby to me. Personally, I did a lot of research looking for a podcast host site and Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote, and even track the success of your own podcast. Hey guys, I only started in mid-August 2022 and already I am listened to in over 100 countries around the world. I am currently listened to on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and 18 other popular podcast sites. Now that is what Buzzsprout can help you do as well. Hey, you can start your own podcast with just a smartphone, your earphones, and your stories. You don't need a bunch of fancy equipment to start off. Hey, folks, let me get you started. Go to my podcast show notes. You're going to see my podcast website link and maybe one or two advertiser links. Look for the Buzzsprout link. Now, click on that link to go to Buzzsprout, and you are going to get a $20 credit if you sign up today for a paid plan. Plus, it helps me out to keep my podcast on the air, and I might be able to finally update some equipment. 
By joining today through the link down in my show notes, you're going to get a great-looking podcast website, awesome audio players that you can drop in other websites, and fantastic analytics to see just how you are performing worldwide. Join today over a 100,000 podcasters and myself already using Buzzsprout and get your awesome message out to the world. Hey, don't forget, it's totally free to start off with Buzzsprout in the beginning, and it does not cost much to join their first paid plan. And if you join today and you sign up for an inexpensive paid plan by clicking on the link inside of my show notes, you're going to get $20 off and you'll help me out a little bit at the Amateur Naturalist Podcast. Thanks, folks. 